0: That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. Hey, it's Monique, and this episode of the Brown Vegan Podcast is being brought to you by Thrive Market. Now, if you've been following me for any amount of time, you already know how much I love to have my groceries delivered to me. It's just one less thing to worry about, so it allows me to have time to focus on my family and building my business. So when Thrive Market reached out to me, I was all over it. I was like, yes, this is perfect. Perfect. So basically what you do is you go to their app or their website and you order your groceries. They're all affordable and organic, which is I know is so important to a lot of people. You just order it and have it delivered right to your home. Super convenient, super, super affordable. Like I got some kale chips for $4. And if you know how kale chips are set up in the store, you know it's usually about $8. Also, I was able to get out everyday coconut body wash. I was basically able to get two for the price of one because it was just that inexpensive. So as a listener of the show, you get an additional 20% off of your first order plus free shipping. So definitely check them out at thrivemarket.com slash brownvegan. That's thrivemarket.com slash brownvegan. Check them out. Let me know what you decide to buy. Let me know what you think. And let's go ahead and get into the show. This is episode 53 of the show. I hope you're doing well. I am doing well. Really, really busy. Like seriously, you know how sometimes people tell you they're busy with something and you're like, okay, (laughs) no, I feel like the month of July went, it was like really fast and really slow at the same time. Like a lot happened. Uh, It's just weird. Anyway, I hope everything is going well in your world. With the Brown Vegan Podcast, I just love to share some of my experiences with transitioning to a vegan lifestyle back in 2010, and I also love to bring on guests because, as you know, there's so much power in learning other people's experiences and their stories. I know it inspires me, so that's why I do the show to inspire you as well. You can follow me on social media. I'm Brown Vegan everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. On the show today, I have Tory Wiley. He's also known as Uri. We actually met on Facebook and not in a creepy way, but no, he's connected to a guest that I'm gonna have on the show in a few weeks who is Stephanie Sunshine. They're pretty good friends. They work together at his gym in Atlanta. So I really want get Yorah to come on the show and talk about his holistic approach to vegan life. It's not just about food with him. It's just about the emotional, the physical, all of that good stuff. He's a trainer. He has a gym down in Atlanta. I say down because I'm in DC. And he just has a, I just really love his approach to vegan life. A lot of times I think people struggle with getting started because they have so many other things that are going on in their lives that just kind of block that. So we talk a lot about the mind shift that has to happen in order for you to start your um, vegan journey we also talk about his experience with growing up in a household where his dad or he would go visit his dad and his dad was a vegan and his mom wasn't how that looked for his family and we talked about the mindset shift that has to happen if you are someone who needs that motivation to continue to work out because I know how that can be a struggle at least in my experience it has been all of the show notes and everything I mentioned can be found at brownvegan.com under episode 53 Without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into the conversation with Uri. So um, Uri, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for being on the show. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great. What about yourself? And thanks for having me.
1: Of course, I'm good too. So I always love to start off the podcast by finding out why um, the person who I'm interviewing decided to become a vegan. So what was your motivation?
2: Oh man, veganism, man. I I, I really, really enjoy it. Um, What my motivation was though... Unlike a lot of people that I met, was is that I actually grew up in a split household where my father was vegan. You know, um, for at the time he had me already for like 10 years already. So um, going to my father's house and growing up, you know, um, in the summer times with him, then I would—I mean, I was literally forced to be vegan. But it wasn't like a force, like oh my God, I want this. It was like man, this is good. So when I was at certain places where it was like a split between regular uh, meat food and things like that, I would always choose the vegan. So it was it was based upon uh, my father and his culture, which is our culture. Um, and, and that's how we definitely, um, you know, that's how I came into the whole vegan lifestyle.
1: I'm glad this is coming up because I have two older children and they go to their dad's house and I'm a vegan. So I always wonder how that's going to look when they grow up. Are they going to gravitate to more vegan life or are they going to resent it? So I'm glad it's uh, a success story <laughs> that it made you embrace the lifestyle. Did how did he make you feel about it? Was he It sounded like you said he wasn't like pushing it on you though. It was kind of uh natural, right?
2: It was very very natural and honestly, I don't think you were, you're going to have a problem because what I've what i seen and what I gathered from that situation was is that if you're producing and providing the truth and you making the truth have a lot of value to it, and you know you're able to show okay the value and the you know the the, the taste. Oh my God, it tastes good at the same time. Then it's a no brainer, right? So a lot of people, you know, a lot of people already associate healthy food with being nasty. But then when it's healthy and it's good, like where where else can you go? You literally have to be out of your mind in order to to, to know now you're eating less tasty food and. You eating less tasty food and it's not good for me. It doesn't make that. It doesn't make much sense.
1: I love it. It's all about making it appealing for people so that they can do it and do it in a way that's like long term and like you said, delicious. So, what was your dad' motivation? What made him decide to become a vegan?
2: My dad in you know around nineteen eighties actually um, connected with the uh, African Hebrew Israelites, mm-hmm. which um, that's my culture as well, and we are the largest vegan community. Um, in the world, so uh, we're based in Israel, and, um, you know, so our, our our whole lifestyle, everything about it is, is, you know, plant-based and from the earth, so uh, we have over 50 years of experience with this, and so my dad, by the time he had me, you know, was already in his twelfth to, you know, 12 to 15 uh, year, and so it was really advanced, so by the time, you know, I was eating the food. It was like, oh man, it was.
1: He already was, knew what he was, was doing it. by I then. Was sold. That's right. sold. Yeah. <laughs> so, how old were you when you decided to become a vegan?
2: Yeah. Okay. So, I never ate. I never ate pork in my life. Um, I've never ate. You know what? Beef. Maybe at like a, the first couple years, maybe from five to like seven, but then that was cut out from our diet. Mm-hmm. Um, but then so the only the only thing we were really dealing with was chicken because I never did really like fish. So I ate chicken up until the time I was around 14 years old. And that's when that's the time that I decided for myself that I wanted to go vegetarian. Mm -hmm. So I went vegetarian from the time I was 14 till I was about 18. And from 18 on, I was now, you know, I've, I've been vegan.
1: That's so cool that you did this at fourteen. What did your mom say? Because I know you said you would be at your dad's house during the summer, and then you with your mom. So how did that look in your that household, in your household growing up?
2: Great, great question. Well, the the funny thing is is early on we had a lot of resistance as far as um like in my life was you know and, and the stories that I hear as far as my mom and dad and under, you know the 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 diet type of thing. She like vegan, Get out of your mind, <laughs> right? You know, and um and so. That was kind of interesting but then as time went on there were things that we were seeing you know out of her diet being cut out and being you know being edited so we like okay and so by the time you know I'm about 14 years old and I made the decision it wasn't really a you know it wasn't really a, a big shock or a surprise or anything because you know again that the food is already so good you know as far as you know my, my dad and my dad's family and things like that that Everybody, you know, was like anytime that we had a chance to eat it, um, you know, people would gravitate towards that. In fact, I'll give you a story. It was at my uncle's wedding and, you know, everybody, you know, had like we had a, a, a vegan caterer and then we had a, you know, somebody who can kind of appeal to the masses. Do you know that the vegan line? Now, these are pr- primarily most of the people in there were not uh, uh, vegans. Do you know that the vegan line once people start tasting that food was out you know like i mean multiplied times 3 of of the, of the of the regular line it was crazy like everybody was in the vegan line I've never seen that happen
1: Okay let's talk about some of this food cuz you got me thinking about all of the possibilities What were some of your favorite dishes growing up What were some of the dishes Because I know this might be helpful for someone who has a family And they're looking to transition And they want to make the food as appealing as possible for their families What were some of the dishes that really Were some of your favorites growing up That helped you like okay I could do this
2: I'm going to share as long as I'm not I'm not attacked by you in the audience Because you know now we got to take this thing to another Healthy type of realm So, uh, my favorite Listen food, I will my never favorite. attack <laughs> <laughs> My favorite fruit, Monique, was 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 not the healthiest, but I love it. So in our culture, we make a dish called we make a dish called kale bone, and you might have heard of it, and people might have heard of it if they've been to um, any of the sole vegetarian restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so kale bone though is like I guess in English you you're gonna you pronounce it I don't know how you pronounce it right but it's uh, seitan. yeah satan yeah
1: satan yeah,
2: yeah. uh huh. Um, so, kale bone is, is that is the dish is made out of, you know, gluten or whatever the case may be. And I would love that in a traditional sense of, like, some barbecue kale bone, even if, like, we grilled it, barbecue kale bone with some uh, vegan mac and cheese mm. and, you know, maybe some uh, 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 yams or some salads mm. on the side. So, growing up, that was always my favorite. Like, that was, like, I love that, that, that southern style still. Country style vegan type of food, and right. it filled me up, so I definitely was really, you know, in love with it. Now, though, I'm gonna be honest, I, I wouldn't be able to say what my absolute favorite is, but I like a lot of live food now. I like a lot of raw food, um, and the different things you can do with raw food, it just you know, the way it makes you feel, and things like that. See, I
1: love this because this is real life, I think, when especially for kids. You have to just make it really familiar and it sounds like that's familiar it's tasty it's filling and that's really important so I would never attack somebody <laughs> <laughs> who is um, doing that because this is real life and see how you evolved because you started there you have to start from somewhere you know what I mean so
2: Absolutely. I just
1: love that I love that and plus I love some macaroni and cheese I had some last week and I will continue <laughs> to love it <laughs> so um, live food okay let's talk about that because that sounds like that's where you are now I know that you we're gonna get into to this as well I know that you're really into a holistic approach to just life as a whole you know emotional physical um, all of that good stuff as far as being on a vegan journey is much more than food but let's talk about the food though as far as the raw food what are some of your favorite dishes with that and how do you do it in a way that's like saves you time because I think sometimes um, people think when you eat raw it's just a bunch of apples and some bananas and that's it so what are some of your favorite dishes and how do you uh, prepare them I guess is what I want to know
2: I do not like to cook or mess with food or prepare food, so I don't make nothing. I am I am a certified and professional taste tester.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me what that what does that mean? What does that look like?
2: <laughs> that, that 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 means that I can tell you about all the dishes that other people uh, are prepared, but. I can't tell you about nothing that I prepare. Oh, I so you
1: at the like raw vegan tea. restaurant? That's where you at?
2: Man, <laughs> you know, or you. in my in my brother's kitchen, or in my sister's <laughs> kitchen. I mean, that's where I'm at. I'm See, I love kitchen. this. <laughs> you're so honest.
1: I love it. <laughs>
2: you're so honest about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying no recipes. I, I'm not doing nothing. I, that is not my forte. I do not like to do it. Now, the surprising thing is, is that I can do it. I just do not like to prepare. I don't like to mess with food. Yeah,
1: you're just not a I cook. Just like I to mean. Eat it. Some people not some a lot of people are like that. They don't and that's I think one of the reasons why a lot of people are intimidated by getting started cuz they already don't cook. So it's like I really don't feel like there's a way around it unless they're doing it like you. You have to do a little bit of cooking. Correct. <laughs> so there's exactly. no way around it, which is why you're hanging out at the, in their kitchen. <laughs> but what Correct. are some of your favorite raw dishes though? What do you
2: like to eat? Um so recently man I have been man my brother has so one of the services that we offer in our business is we do vegan meal prep. So we actually prep food, and uh, one of the things on our menu is um, zucchini pasta, and he makes this sauce to go with it. I don't even know. I, all I know is some sun-dried tomatoes and basil in it. And when I tell you this sauce on the on top of this pasta is so good, mm. like it's amazing. It is. Am- I can eat. Oh my god! I can eat it like over and over and over and over again. Um, <laughs> I really love a lot of different dishes with avocado. We do like an avocado salad. You know, I love guacamole. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. I love like things like, uh, you know, we call it carrot supreme, but, you know, other people call it, you know, carrot tuna. Oh, I love
1: Um, carrot tuna, too.
2: Yeah. Yes. You know, I love, you know, I love those kind of raw dishes. Those are the kind of raw dishes that I really, really enjoy eating.
1: Do you notice that you have to eat a lot more raw food than cooked food in order to feel satisfied?
2: correct and a lot more often
1: a lot more often okay yeah i think that messes a lot of people up too because sometimes i'll get emails even though i'm not a raw vegan i'll get emails from people who are trying to go raw and they say they're hungry and i'm thinking you gotta eat a lot you can't just eat a side salad (laughs) you gotta eat a big bowl of a lot of different um fresh fruits and vegetables in order to feel satisfied do you do any well i know you don't probably do sprouting but does your brother when they prep or um any sprouting
2: yes we do like sprouted lentils sprouted Sprouted uh, quinoa, um, you know, sprouted. So certain things like that we have on the menu that we we do. Uh, But we've had to do some trial and error with the sprouting because sprouting is not... You got to kind of do it right. Yeah,
1: you (laughs) got to know what you're doing. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, Yeah, I believe that. That's anything though, right?
0: (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Um,
1: One of the reasons I do this podcast is, is because I learn so much from other people. And I think if I'm learning something, I know somebody else will. So let's talk about your holistic approach to life? Like, what does that look like? And why is that so important to you? Why is it much more than food?
2: Yes, that's a very great question. And I love to be able to talk about this and to you know, help anybody who needs to further understand it. Um, we understand that health is much more than just the physical realm. And what we mean by that is it's much more than just veganism. It's much more than just exercise. It's how you think it's what you think it's who you're thinking with it's 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 the work that you do every day it's the food it's the it's the clothes it's the music it's everything that we do has either a positive or negative effect there's no in between and so when we understand that and we understand the capacity and the and the power of you know being aligned mentally physically and spiritually then we can, then we can, we're able to, you know, to experience the benefits of the veganism and, you know, experience the benefits of exercising and much more. But if our minds are off and our thoughts are off and our lifestyles are off, honestly speaking, we have to, we have to remember that foods are living, Mm -hmm. you know, foods are a living organism. So just as much as, you know, again, that, you know, that we are alive, we're alive beings, these foods are too. So It has a choice and it has components set up, whether it's going to yield its benefits and its nutrients to you. Mm -hmm. So if spiritually and mentally something is off with you, then that food can can virtually shut down and you will never receive the benefits, even though you're on a plant based diet.
1: It's a whole lifestyle shift. It's not just a food for sure. I want to talk about Fitness, okay, because, oh, my gosh, this is a struggle for me so much. I'm really trying to drop some weight, but I don't want to run on a treadmill for 40 minutes a day because I just I can't. I'll do it for a week. I will have some good music on my playlist. And then I'm just like, that is boring. What can I do? Because I know you own a gym and I know you have uh, clients. What can I do and what can the audience do so that we can get motivated and stay motivated um, when it comes to being physically fit?
2: Honestly, it took me a long time to really try to figure this out um, as far as the mental approach to this and how what 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 big what how big of a role motivation pl- plays into this. And let me let me explain this. Motivation is not what carries the majority of people and lead them to a successful fitness journey or better yet anything, because your motivation is has an expiration date and at some point or another motivation can run out Mm -hmm. now there's ways to try to motivate yourself on a daily basis if we if we're thinking is long-term motivation and we're looking at motivation like that
0: Mm -hmm.
2: that is maybe the the problem short-term motivation meaning when you get up in the morning you have to play that music that allows you to have that energy that you want You have to eat that food that allows you to have the energy that you want. And when you when we can manipulate our feelings, because feelings are things that we are able to manipulate and change. Okay, feelings are always fleeting. So if we can manipulate our feelings and we feel like doing it, then we'll do it.
1: You have to get, I guess, get into that mindset early on. You can't even think about it. Kind of has to be second nature. Get up, get the good food into your body, get the good music going. Oh, man, that's
2: right. You know, visual, looking at certain pictures. If you got to have art, you know, videos. If you need to look at a video, if you need to look at a, a motivational picture of somebody who did a transformation, whatever it is, what you have to do with anything, because you know, one of my other passions, and we were talking briefly about it, was his business. But yes. guess what? Every day, every day, I'm not motivated just to go and send a thousand email, emails. But what I'll do is I go look at the YouTube videos. Of Certain people who are inspirational and I say oh, you know what and something clicked for me that day And then I feel like doing it and then I'll do it aromatherapy. I have to have some lavender, you know uh, In a diffuser. I mean I manipulate the way that I feel so that I can do the things that I need to do
1: I needed to hear that for sure so what exercises do you recommend for people who, and I hate to say that I don't like to exercise because I think it sounds so ignorant. It's like saying you don't like to read. It's like, come on, you sound ridiculous, you know, but I have to say, I'm not like the biggest fan of, you know, hardcore exercise. I will go for a 30 minute walk. Um, like I said, I'll get into the routine sometimes where I'm doing a tread. you know, I'm on a treadmill for a few weeks, but what are some things that I can do, I guess at home or outside that, Um, doesn't feel like exercise. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Don't judge me. (laughs) Don't judge me. I mean, what do you recommend, I guess, for um, someone who is, I would say, just getting started?
2: Do you like to dance?
1: I do. Even though I'm not a good dancer, I do like to dance. There you go. Okay. There you
2: go. You find, you know, um, you, you look up online and find, I'm going to be honest with you. I would definitely recommend african dance you know caribbean african dance because that has a lot of movement and you work a lot like you would be surprised some of the things that you work in fact because you're in a dc area i would love to be able to you know shout out um a a company is called asa mm-hmm. they're 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 based in it um in dc and we're uh we have an instructor we're blessed to have an instructor here in atlanta and she works at my studio um but I would definitely do some African dancing. When you look and see their their bodies and their frame, like they are very fit because dancing is something that is extremely it takes a, you know a lot of you know muscle work and yeah. you can actually you can actually tone down if you just immerse yourself with it. Now the thing to understand though is when I say dancing, that don't mean you know you can do one time a week and then you know you're gonna your body's just gonna automatic. No, it doesn't work like that. Right. Anything anything that you're trying to do in life and business and and finance and in, in in fitness and health is you have to immerse yourself in it change only comes from total immersion you gotta actually i mean you gotta find a dance class every day mm-hmm. you understand three four days out of the week like it has to be you know a massive a massive change of massive impact and massive action And that's the only thing that produces change.
1: I love it. And that's anything in life, right? That's just anything. anything. I love, love, love that. Yes. Yes. Okay. So before we wrap up, I want to know what tips do you have for people who are just getting started? Um, And this comes from, I feel like you gave us, you already dropped enough um, gems, but Mm -hmm. as far as starting a vegan journey, I feel like we covered the fitness thing. So we're good with that. But as far as starting a vegan journey, what tips do you have for someone who's just getting started?
2: I'm going to pull this right from a program that I have that a lot of people um, enroll in. We mm-hmm. have what we call a seven-day holistic health program.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And anybody can check that out. It actually is 7dayholistichealthchallenge.com. So that's seven-day with the number seven, um, holistichealthchallenge.com. And what it is is the, the process that we take you through. There's a four-step process. And the first process is we call is what you call holistic education that is learning things from again that affects your mental your physical and your spiritual so that means you know hey we may send you p- people like yourself like we'll we'll say hey look go to your instagram and facebook and show me who you're following i may have them unfollow like 20 people then i may have them follow people like yourself who are putting out you know uh, valuable information so that now that they, they, they this is their environment this is they can they, when they when they wake up and they scroll through their their Facebook or Instagram. This is what they're seeing. They have to be in that environment, whether it's virtual or and or physical. Mm-hmm. So the first step is you have to educate yourself on the you know enough, you know to the point to where now you at least have the basics and the foundation. That's always the first step because just wanting to change with no education. You're not it's not going to necessarily most times and and a lot of times it's not going to be a successful one because you're just not you're not there mentally. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: that's the first step. The second step is what we call effective meditation. Once you know exactly where you want to go and then once you're honest about where you're actually at, now it's time to let go of anything that does not serve you on a positive form. And that means anything that could have happened to your childhood, anything that you, you know, your best friend got in an argument 10 years ago and y'all haven't spoken since and you still holding that in. You have to let go of everything. You got to let go of how many times you failed when you wanted to try to change your fitness, you know, routine or your health journey. You got to let go of every single thing and be clear and be clear on where you have to go. That's the meditation part, is your focus and your energy on you know only the result only the result and 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 a clear path on how you're going to get there mm-hmm. from there we say reach out to a professional again somebody like yourself myself and many other people and i'm you know of course always be weary about you know people who call themselves professional and you know everything um reveal itself by the fruit and what uh, what it produced but you know study and you know seek out to a professional because you know, what a consultant is, is somebody who's already been through, you know, that of where you're trying to go and they can save you steps and time and money and energy that you don't have to waste because, you know, principles always stay the same no matter what field you apply it to. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then from there, now we're talking, now we're talking about, you know, the, uh, 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 plant-based nutrition. We always say that just simply means now in your life, you know, the majority, at least eighty percent of the things that you consume need to come from plant-based sources. And then, last but not least, is functional exercise. That means exercise that is that is that is conducive to how your body naturally moves. So, a lot of machines and a lot of unnatural movements and things like that. That's not how your body is. Your body is not on a fixed plane to where it's you know it's 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 uh, manipulating your body's natural function. So you, you know exercise functionally and so with those proper steps you know anybody and everybody can effectively you know change the way that they you know change the way that their their current paradigm is taking them
1: truly truly do have a holistic approach to this lifestyle i love that i love it the website again where we can get we can download this content and then of course tell us where we can reach you on um other social media platforms or not other but social media platforms
2: Absolutely. Um, It's 7dayholistichealthchallenge.com. The 7dayholistichealthchallenge.com. You can go and register and apply to see if you are, you know, applicable of, you know, being able to do that program. Um, You can always go to the website, and it's LOJFitClub.com. It's LOJFitClub.com is the main website. And then on social media, on Instagram, we're at LOJ Fit Club, and LOJ standing for Lion of Judah. Um, so LOJ Fit Club on Instagram, on Facebook, it's LOJ Space Fit Club, Fit Club being one word. And um, YouTube, we have a YouTube channel, and we're really rocking with that now. So, um, and that's just LOJ Fit Club, the channel. So you can find us on any of those platforms, and we are going to continue to give you you know the content that you need in order to be able to help change your mindset and then eventually change your, your, your routines and your lifestyle
1: yes so dope man so i'll make sure that i put all of your links under this blog post at brownvegan.com so you guys can check out everything it was such a pleasure you having you on the show thank you so so much for your time
2: no thank you and i really appreciate it